0: Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets FX Week Ahead podcast with Lee Hardman, Senior Currency Analyst at MUFG. It's Friday, 6 October 2023 and joining Lee to pose some questions on the financial market themes for the week ahead is Simon Mays, Director of MUFG's Global Customer Marketing. The following podcast is intended for professional investors and eligible counterparties only and not for retail clients. Any content should not be regarded as an offer to conduct investment business or an investment recommendation but for information purposes only.
1: Hi Lee, great to see you. Uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on on this week. It's been a volatile week in the FX market so what what do you think of in the main developments? Yeah, hi Simon. Yeah, like you say, it's been a very Volatile week for the FX market. And I think a lot of that volatility is spilling over from what's happening in the um, US bond market, where we've seen fresh cyclical highs for the 10 year Treasury yield this week, Uh, even just today, a new high of 4.89%. And we've seen an incredible kind of adjustment higher in in yields over the past month of, of over 80 basis points over a fairly short period of time. So Yeah, I think to us, this is still the market moving to price in uh, higher rates for longer outlook for Fed policy going forward. That's obviously on the back of the uh, more hawkish rhetoric from the Fed's last policy meeting. And obviously, since then as well, we've seen a continued flow um, of stronger activity data coming in from the U.S. economy, which is still showing that the economy over there is proving... More resilient to, to higher rates. And again, today we, we saw in, in the latest payrolls report, um, there was obviously a big upside surprise for the September jobs figure and a decent up, upper revision to previous months' job growth as well, which all in all just kind of continues to paint a picture of still strong employment growth in, in the US. Yes, it's slowing, but not as quickly as the market and the Fed would, would like to see to really ease concerns over over upside risks for, from it for to inflation go, going forward so it basically just keeps alive expectations that the Fed could still do uh one one further hike uh later this year like the one reason why we think the Fed's more likely to keep rates on is on hold is is that obviously market yields are doing a lot of the work for the Fed now this sharp move higher we, we've seen in yields is m- resulting in financial conditions in the U.S. tightening uh, quite significantly. And we think that on its own will will be sufficient to give the Fed more confidence that they've done enough in terms of of hiking rates. And I I feel like we need to uh, mention uh, dollar-yen as well. We finally got that move above 150. A lot of people have been looking out for and A a pretty sharp move, um, move lower straight away as well, which led to some speculation of intervention. But have we got have we changed our view at all on dollar yen? Are we expecting anything different in regards to rhetoric from uh, from officials? Yeah, like you say, Simon, obviously with the dollar continuing to push higher more broadly on, on the back of of the move higher in, in US yields. Uh, we would think obviously dollar yen normally would be higher by now if it had kind of tracked the, the move higher it we've seen in, in yields recently. Like we think it probably would be trading closer to say one fifty five rather than than one fifty now. Like you say, the one of the, the key reasons why dollar-yen is kind of grinding higher and struggling to break above 150 is obviously the elevated risk uh, in the market that Jap- Japan could come in and intervene to support the yen. Um, obviously, we've, we've seen continuous rhetoric now for the last couple of weeks from Japanese officials warning that they are ready to intervene uh, if the market is deemed as, as excessively volatile uh, and even today, we did see um, Finance Minister Suzuki overnight stepping up that intervention risk further by even saying that if if yen continues to grind higher in, in in a kind of one-way price action um, kind of style, then that in itself, he said, could be just seen as 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 excessive. Uh, even though we would we could argue that 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 wouldn't be the case, but um, if if that's the kind of lower hurdle that they're now setting it does suggest that yeah the, the the risk of them coming in to support the yen is, is very elevated and uh, while that remains the case i think there are better ways to to look to uh, benefit from a, a stronger dollar against other currencies going forward thank you yeah so it's been a very volatile and, and busy week but what should we be looking out for uh, for next week yeah well i think next week is obviously the start of the week it's going to be the uh, fallout still from today's stronger payrolls data Um, So we do have a a number of um, Fed governors um, speaking next week, uh, and also the uh, minutes from the last Fed meeting uh, will be released as well. And um, they're obviously going to be watched very closely. Obviously, if the Fed did want to kind of signal more concern over this move higher in U.S. yields, um, obviously those those speeches next week and, and the minutes as well potentially could be avenues for them to, to do that i know certainly over the last couple of days we've seen some first tentative signs from fed presidents uh daily um and, and harker uh suggesting that um they are there is some kind of discomfort growing over the, the scale of the move higher in, in market yields in the u.s because they that that's going to deliver a, a sizable uh, tightening of financial conditions. And um, yeah, I think, think the Fed in, might start to feel that they don't want to kind of continue to see yields moving so sharply higher from, from here that, that obviously would be a, a more negative outcome for, for the U.S. economy. Um, so yeah, next week there is the risk of potentially some some kind of pushback from from the Fed uh, against this move higher in, in U.S. yields. Uh, and as well, on top of that, we, we also have the release of the latest inflation data from from the U.S um as, as we've seen over the last two to three months there has been a kind of clear slowdown in terms of underlying uh, measures of, of core inflation and um, at the moment the Fed is 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 is, is obviously welcoming that but as, as we've seen they're not convinced that that can be sustained going forward like say the resilience of the US economy and uh, their, their view that they're becoming more optimistic in a softer landing for the US economy uh, is making them more nervous that yes, inflation can continue to slow, but maybe not as quickly towards their two percent target as as they'd like. And that's why they're still keeping it alive uh, or trying to encourage the market to to price in, in a higher rate price profile going forward. So that that CPI report will be important if we continue to see. Weaker than expected uh, core inflation prints, which we we think is is certainly possible over the next kind of three to six months, then eventually we do think the Fed will start to to change its tune and start to to sound uh, less hawkish. Um, But, um, yeah, not expecting that as soon as next week. Thank you, Lee. And uh, thanks very much to our listeners. Have a very good weekend. Thanks, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to this MEFG Global Markets Podcast. Rate, review and subscribe and contact your MEFG sales rep for more information. Come back next week for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.